This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New 1080thefan.com. Football year-round. They want a physical game. They want a tight game. ESPN Sports Radio 1080, The Fan. The home of Dirt and Sprague is KFXX, KWJJ HD2, Portland. But in my experience, uh, got good meat. They got great meat. 1080, The Fan. Now, now, from the Allen Webb Sports Desk, a Sports Center update on 1080, The Fan. First on the fan, the Portland Trailblazers have lost two straight following a 13-game winning streak, and we'll try to get back in that winner's column this afternoon as they travel to Oklahoma City to face the Thunder. Currently, Portland is third in the West, but main, um, but not by much as the Thunder sit only a game back in the standings, making this game of the utmost importance down the stretch. Lillard and company tip off with Westbrook at 1 p.m. Uh, Portland Timbers avoid a third straight loss but did not get the W either as they pull the 1-1 draw with FC Dallas on Saturday. Three matches into the season. The Timbers still searching for their first win and will have to wait until Saturday to try to get that W as they travel to face the Chicago Fire. The WHL playoffs began for the Portland Winterhawks Saturday night with a 4-3 overtime loss to Spokane in Game 1 at Memorial Coliseum. The Hawks will look to bow their backs in Game 2 later on tonight and try to even the series before it heads to Spokane. That makes for a 5 o'clock puck drop at Memorial Coliseum. Um, uh, Elite 8, two teams already punched their tickets to the Final Four. Michigan defeats Florida State 58-54, while Loyola Chicago continues their dream uh, run beating Kansas State 78-62. Today we have a couple matchups with Texas Tech and Villanova over on CPS starting at 11-20, followed by Duke and Kansas at 2.05. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Jesse Osmond from the Allen Webb Sports Desk, the Alma Bible family, value-driven, values-driven. It's back, golf in the Northwest with Swag and Harold Bluestein. Saturdays at 8 before the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. So I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. I'll start. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. Will you stop your damn sniveling, son? Buck up, Bart. Buck up. On ESPN Sports Radio 1080, The Fan. I feel like I pulled a Rashad Taylor this morning. It's not a Rashad Taylor. I was late once. <laughs> but it, it, it almost, almost was tragic last week, though. I feel like I kind of have to call it a Rashad Taylor now because of how borderline it was to missing the start of the show. <laughs> well, you were here about 
I seven, guess, eight minutes before. I guess I could call it a big souk, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Big is that souk's thing? history of doing, I mean, not, re, not lately, but he has a history of doing the walk-in at 2.59 into the studio and be like, I'm here, and then the show starts. I, I, I think it's more the missing the fob. Personally, yeah, like, I've, I've done that way more. Yeah, I've yeah. been late having to go. Oh, did you not uh, have your I fob think... today? And so I left it on the <laughs> counter, left it on the counter, and it's right next to my son's vitamins that he didn't get either. <laughs> it's there though. Is okay. So is the Rashad Taylor forgetting one essential item on the counter every day? Is that a thing that happens? That was that again. The, the everything else that just kind of happened, the keys and all that stuff, all. That almost never happens, but well, if you so you are Rashad Taylor. So if you were the to fob, the fob own, though, yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to get just go that simple? You don't want to go that? You don't want to go broader? You don't want to poke fun yourself? No, no, <laughs> no. He he, he definitely. <laughs> he, he doesn't. He doesn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to go get him this morning, Jesse? I did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I told him like we I would said, call I'm, him out. Like I said, it was, I live far, and by the time I get to a certain point and realize I don't have something, guess what? I'm not going back. Yeah, but it's, it's not, all good. At least with the five, like one of us will be here. So. Yeah, so I mean, or, but if or you're if not, not though, you can just wait in like, the car. If you're not, the luckily I can't produce because otherwise, you know, I'd be screwed. Like if it was, you know, if I had to like produce the show or something like that and talk, Ooh. like I'd be screwed. What would you do? Would you Would you be able to go into that room and understand what anything meant? Um, you've you've seen it in in progress before. I, I have. Uh, I know where the on button was. For on button for what? For the mics, for the microphone. Um, what, I would, which microphone? Uh, Jesse's. You sure? Nope. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not really. No, honestly, if you there's gave, like if, seven mics over on that. If phone. you really went in there and showed me like for, I don't know, like 30, 30, 40 minutes, yeah, I would be able to pick it up. Well, yeah. I mean, that's anybody who has an idea or understanding how it works can pick that up. I just want to kind of, I want to experiment with it. I want, I want to throw you in that room and just see what happens. Like, so you want there to be a disaster? Okay. okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm kind of looking for the disaster. Okay, you want? Okay. Well, I feel well, like we I, already try have anything. that every Sunday with me. And yeah, here. I'll try no, anything, no, man. No. Sports Sports Sunday first, man. I'm going into the production booth and I'm going to start pressing buttons. <laughs> Boss man, I'm hoping I'm hoping he's not listening. He's on vacation. Don't worry about it. Okay, Swag is probably listening though, and he's going to be freaking out. <laughs> I can already tell. Is Swag is Swag actually listening at? Eight or nine oh, I what is wrong I don't know. with my brain? He, he's called before while yeah, Boston swag texts in all the time. Sometimes, well, not all the time, but all the time, sometimes. But yeah, not all it the makes time. sense. It makes sense. Trust me. Yeah, somebody no, just got to make sure we're on topic. Our boss actually is out of town for two weeks. The first time I've ever seen him take two weeks straight off. That's all he deserves, man. Yeah, no, for, works, seriously, yeah. he does. He he works a lot, but uh, two straight weeks off the boss of the building. I mean, Ooh. party over here. Right. Everybody come over to No, I'm not gonna No, don't. Yeah. Not everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying Isaac and Sue could be so pissed tomorrow. Like, who are all these people? Who invited you here? <laughs> Rashad. Yeah. Uh, who? Why? Who? <laughs> <laughs> That's Rob's question. I did uh I did have a question for both of you and for the listeners out there if you'd like. Five five three oh five is a text line. I experienced this yesterday and I, I don't know how to feel about it because I I've I've been guilty of it as well, but we, the wife and I were, were out getting some drinks yesterday, late, late afternoon, and she texts me, even though we're sitting across from each other, and she says, the, the woman who's kitty corner from you is clearly eavesdropping us. And I was like, what? 
And she's like, she's literally just been watching our conversation the entire time. Even though she had somebody she was talking to, she was just kind of like looking in our direction. And I couldn't see because she was behind me. And I was like, why? And my question goes, have you that blatantly eavesdropped before? And is there really any sort of positive to it? Depends on what y'all was talking about. But like, you were with someone else. What do you... Again, if it depends on how loud you were during your conversation. They were not loud. And what you guys were talking about. If it sounded that interesting, then, hmm, see, see, what, see what that's about. But then don't make it obvious, right? Like, Because no. there's been times, too, where, I mean, sure, we've all eavesdropped, right? That's not, I'm not saying that. But there was a time where we were out to dinner and there was a, a couple or a maybe a budding couple, if you will, on a date to our right. And the girl was apparently a big sports fan. And the guy was trying his hardest and was really not doing great. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to help him. I want to give him, I want to be like, hey, you know, this yeah. team signed this person because he, he was talking about like players in the team. And I'm like, no, that was like four years ago, dude. But because he was to the right of me, I was, I was looking at my wife and just listening, right? I wasn't blatantly staring at them and being like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just listen to your conversation. No, oh. yeah. The, the, the staring part was definitely strange. So... I, I I probably would have got out of there sooner than later. They left. If that... After we found out they were doing it, they actually left. So it okay. kind of, so that made it even more awkward. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that was that was a weird exchange then, or non-exchange, because they didn't add anything to the conversation. So No, they just left. They just stared. Which yeah, well, is, just one of them did. It's kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. Where were you? So I could not go there and have weird people? No, it's just at the Growlery, okay. um, which is the the beer growler place near my near Oh, my I apartment. get it. I get it. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, it was just, it was curious. I mean, have you, have you I mean, blatantly well, eavesdropped like that before? I mean, not, maybe it depends. Like it depends on what they're talking about. If it's two ladies saying something and I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm may purposely eavesdrop a turn and say something or give a look or whatever the case is. So if it, mm. it depends on what it is, oh, it depends so on what it is. Like, if it's super, if you're it, trying to get something out of it. Then? No. Well, I mean, even if it's like two dudes talking sports or something like that and I, you know, they say something crazy. You might get like a little side glare, like what? Did you really just say that? You know, but I mean, not not enough to really jump into the conversation. Maybe jump in and say something, but not enough to like be a, a an active participant in the mm -hmm. conversation. I I can raise my hand for being the guy that if I'm at the bar just enjoying a pint by myself and I hear people having a conversation next to me, and then all of a sudden something like I, I feel like I need to say something. I I have actually inserted myself into the conversation. Yeah, but at that's times. a little different when you're solo and you're at a bar. Yes. When you're sitting at the bar, that's an open invitation for conversations to be joined as long as the other people are okay with it, or at least initially joined, right? And mm -hmm, then you kind mm -hmm, of feel mm -hmm. out the yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. It's a feel out process for sure. But if you're just at a table and they're at another table, like in the other spot of, in, the, in the place, it's like, come on. This is our table. This is our mm -hmm, conversation. Mm -hmm. You you do you. Yeah, no, say, I definitely. You, how long did you let them? I don't know. Take part in the conversation <laughs> before you. Was yeah. his back was turned. I don't know. I, I it was just uh, it was something that she noticed and she texted me. That Maybe they it. just recognized your voice, Lynch. I don't know. But big fans of the show. <laughs> Maybe it's very possible. But you're you're famous. Mm, yes. He doesn't <laughs> want to acknowledge it. I have to keep clearly him, famous. You know, we try to keep him humble here. Um. I, it was just weird. It was a weird experience. And then to have them leave the second we realized what was happening was like doubly awkward <laughs> because we didn't say anything. We honestly, we were just texting each other about it. So we didn't, so we didn't say anything. And then there was just like, so y'all made it more awkward by just texting each other back and forth about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> All of a sudden, they notice that, that you guys are both texting, and like, it's just perfectly like, oh, she's texting now. He's texting. Probably now. reading oh, your text. Yeah, probably reading your text too. <laughs> they're not talking anymore. Right. They're texting. That's on us. They've yeah, that's got a like a laser thing. sight or something, and that's, they can read. My that's phone. a weird thing to happen. I mean, hopefully, you know, that person, you know, understands that that's not. You know, super cool. Yeah. Maybe just say, hey, or man, I, I love that burger too, or something like that. Just say whatever you heard about the conversation and kind of keep it moving. Don't make it as weird by staring. Should I have, in the, in the previous example I gave, should I have said something to help him or should I have let him flounder? The guy who didn't really know sports well enough to keep up with the, with the female on his date. Nope. Just let it go? Nope. Yep. Yeah. That's just, hey man, don't listen. I don't be somebody. So... Don't be somebody you're not. Like if you don't know sports, just say I don't know sports. If you don't know art, I'm not gonna sit there and talk about the Van Gogh. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like so, it's it's okay to just be like, man. You know what? I don't really follow like that. I like it, but. There you really go. Like if, stuff. if you're interested at all, you just don't really know about it. That's where you go. Hey, I I watch games from time to time, but I'm I'm really not that big of a fan. Yeah, but if you okay. want to talk about it, we can try. It's okay. So him lying, don't lie. Don't just just you know just do your own thing, man. Just if you got to lie to impress that young lady or young man, then hey, man, not for you. Yeah, I just I felt kind of uncomfortable listening to it, but yeah, maybe this maybe maybe it worked. Right, maybe maybe they got a second date. Looks like some people got some, you know, some, some instances happened to them similar to that. You know, right. uh, got a message on the text line. Last time I was in New Seasons on Hawthorne, this woman was loudly, cheerfully talking to several friends about her coworkers' coke habit. <laughs> Sometimes you just want people to know everything. You know, you know, it's okay. I can be that guy from time to time. I have a voice that projects. And every oh, once yeah. in a while, Maria will we, be walking through a store, and she's like, Shh. "Trust me, we know." Especially after you've had a couple gluten-free. My, my wife does the bruise. Exact same thing, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A couple gluten-free brews, especially since I don't drink very often. That'll really loosen those lips. <laughs> or, yeah, during, especially right. during drafts. Sports-related stuff coming up on Sports Sunday today. That, that is the show. If I didn't say that already, five five three zero five is the fan text line. Twitter's at ten eighty the fan at Mike Lynch twenty seven at TaylorMade five zero three and at Jesse Osmond A S Z M A N. I will start with the Blazers. They are now on a two-game losing streak after their 13-game winning streak, and they blew a 12-point fourth-quarter lead against the Celtics on Friday. Huge game tonight. We got all that to discuss. Plus, why so sensitive, Blazers fans? <laughs> or really all fans, but why so sensitive? And we'll get to that as well. Uh, March Madness update is going to be coming up. We have the first half of the Final Four set. We got the second half of the Elite Eight happening today. Also, this will be more for me, but Rashad can jump in when he likes because I know he knows some about this stuff, even though he pretends he doesn't. Uh, baseball preview. Tell everybody. Baseball starts Thursday, baby. And uh, for the first time in like 60 years, we're going to get every single team playing on opening day, which is just how it should be. That's tight. So that'll be coming up uh, in the second hour. Plus, we got Hate It or Love It as well. Maybe a little bit of NFL turned in there as well in uh, the 10 o'clock hour. So that's all coming up on the show. Again, text us on the fan text line at 55305. But coming up next, we will start with the Blazers. Why so sensitive, Blazer fans? This is Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Lad Tap House is your headquarters for all the madness in March. With over 50 screens and plenty of seating, you won't miss any of the hoop action. Kick back and sip the best local craft brews from Lad's huge selection of 50 beers and ciders on tap and a full bar. If you work up an appetite watching the games, Lad Tap House has you covered with a delicious menu of your favorites. Make Lad Tap House your destination for all the madness in March. Open early for the morning games. Located on Southeast 11th, two blocks north of Division. Online at ladtaphouse.com. Woohoo! Hello, everybody out there. 
Turn that car around and get over here. My son Danny's birthday party is almost over. That's right. Car Toys is celebrating 31 years and over 9 million customers. With the best deals ever. Like a Kenwood multimedia receiver with Bluetooth, just $1.99, plus a free backup camera. It's like having eyes in the back of your head. All Marine stereos, speakers, amps on sale. Oh. Alpine and Pioneer speakers, just 39 bucks a pair. That's half price. All amps and subs on sale. Ooh. Save up to 50%. Oh. Free installation on all our best-selling Apple CarPlay and Android auto receivers. Nine million customers is a lot. It sure is. People love car toy showrooms where you can see and try out all the newest technology. Can't do that on a computer. Exactly. Well, you'd better hurry up. This birthday party won't last much longer. Car toys, a better way to go. Hi, this is Dan Brettler. I just want to thank you for 31 wonderful years and I hope you enjoy our party. They're up there, huddling together, Regrouping to build strength as they wait for the most inopportune time to pummel us from above. They are the raindrops, the hair wreckers, the puddle makers, the shoe soakers. They fell in record-breaking droves last year, wreaking havoc on ill-prepared choices of footwear. But 100% waterproof boots are completely immune to their attacks. And premium rubber, the type used in Alpha Range boots from Lacrosse, is a top-line defense. Combined with cushioning neoprene, these guardians of foot comfort are also durable, ready to take on whatever it is in their path. The lacrosse signature gusset adds to their comfort and adjusts to any size calf so you can tuck pants in with ease. The raindrops are plotting against you. Ruin their plans with a pair of Alpha Range boots from lacrosse, the easy-to-slip-on, waterproof, all-around go-to rubber boots, available for both men and women. Lacrosse boots, done right since 1897. Visit lacrossefootwear.com to find a retailer near you. You ever try to get abs? You ever try to do it? You need like your own chef, and he's like, okay, don't eat it yet. Don't eat it yet. All right, now, eat it. Start consuming it. All right, stop. Slow down. Stop. Stop. Spit it out. Spit it out. I told you to stop. Get on the electrical. Now you like that Brussels sprout? Did you like that Brussels sprout? Because now you're paying for it. Bill Burr, Saturday, July 14th. Second show added at 10 p.m. Keller Auditorium in Portland. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Bill Burr. Thank you. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.17 here on your Sunday morning. Remember when that song was tight? I never liked it, but people loved it. Well, it's because it's Drake. Everything Drake does, people like. Uh, not, every, not everything. Mm. I don't like when he's singing to me. It's weird. You don't like it. I don't. But people like it. People do like I'm, it. It's like... It's a weird People phenomenon. People like black licorice, too. Yeah, that is a little weird. Um, it's a weird phenomena where, or phenomenon, how would you say it correctly? Like in this, in this instance. Or phenom- I know, phenomena? I know how you spell it. I, don't, I just don't know how it would be said in this instance. But either way, Drake is like golden touch, right? Like anything he Midas, does is cool. Yeah. King Midas. And I, I don't know if I talked about this last week, probably not, but... I'm sure. Did you see the whole Twitch Drake Fortnite thing that happened a couple weeks ago? What is what is Fortnite? You don't even know what Fortnite is. Look I'm sorry. That. How do you not know what Fortnite is? It's been no. all over ESPN no. and like all all over sports media. 
I don't know. It's, and it's also like a game that all the kids are playing, so I figured... Talk to girls? It's like know, 4 million... Like, well, <laughs> you know what Fortnite is? Wow, that was a call for no, <laughs> no reason. Jeez. Um, no, I've, I've heard of it, but I have no idea what it is or what exactly well, type it's, of... Either way, it's a game. It's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's less important about this. But So there's a, on Twitch... Do you know what Twitch is? I do know what Twitch is. Yes. I'm not a complete idiot, Twitch. Well, I've, I've asked that, and people go, what's Twitch? Like, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Amazon bought it for like $2 billion. Um, on Twitch, there's a streamer that was playing Fortnite, right? He's one of the top Fortnite streamers out there. But, you know, on, on any given night, he probably has like maybe like 20, 30, 40,000 viewers, something like that. And I'm sure that it goes up a little bit more. Drake played with him on stream. Drake went out of his way and wanted to play with him on stream. It was this weird reversal of like, here's this massive celebrity who wants to play a game with a, a Twitch celebrity. And what happened was, obviously that created buzz, right? Because it's Drake. And then all of these other people started wanting to play. So they were playing with Juju Smith-Schuster, the receiver from the Steelers. Mm -hmm. They were playing with Travis Scott. It's big money in eSports e right now, man. It's not even so. eSports, though. It's just game. That's the difference is that this is not eSports at all. This is just gaming. Um, There's, okay. that's a, it's a huge difference. But Yeah, we'll have to get to that. Yeah, But like Kim.com, the guy who made Mega Upload, who's like a billionaire in New Zealand, was playing. Um, Logic wanted to play. It became this like cultural event, and it wound up that the 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 Twitch stream at 1 a.m. Pacific time, 4 a.m. Eastern time, had over 600,000 viewers, which is mind blowing for Twitch, and it had over like 1 million unique views for the day. That guy made like $500,000 that night, by the way, the streamer. Um, I, it, even that, like a game that is popular, but a game that is only really played by like gamers and people who know what's going on. Had 600,000 viewers because Drake was playing. Because of Drake. Yeah. Well. That's everything he touches is gold. Mm. Agree to disagree. Look, I don't like, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't like Drake, right? I don't even like his music. I think his music's bad. <laughs> no, Drake does a great job of making himself incredibly visible, maybe too visible, you know, for at, at times. So It's working, though. I mean, at, unless you ask Toronto Raptors or any one of the superstars that he wants to antagonize on the, on the sideline, and then he gets, you know, he proceeds to get the team's ass busted because he just won't stop talking. So ask Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, don't give a damn about no Drake night. Well, um, DP had... Uh, Laker guard Josh Hart on earlier this week and he flat out asked him he's like so you won a national championship at Villanova he's like what would you rather do or what was like a bigger feeling he's like winning that championship or winning that Fortnite and he's like oh he literally seemed like he was struggling <laughs> to figure out which was a bigger deal and I'm like that is absolutely ridiculous but that's how serious these NBA players are taking the game yeah the game is I don't know why this one in particular blew up so much. It's, it's, there's other games just like it that are out there, but I don't know. It's, I guess it's probably because it's free right now. Um, so <laughs> everyone can play it without having to pay a dime. Anyway, I don't know if you want to keep talking about this or move on to the Blazers. It's up to you. Because uh, uh, you asked uh, about like the, the difference Blazers. between esports and games. I, man, I could honestly. You just don't care. Not even a little bit. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. We'll flip. We'll flip. It was just something I, I thought of when, when we were talking about the Drake song. Go outside and play, nerds. Moving on. <laughs> I could do both, Rashad. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Blazers have now lost two games in a row. They fall to the Rockets in a really, really good, fun-to-watch, competitive game on Tuesday, and then they 
kind of pull an early season Blazers and blow a big fourth quarter lead against the Celtics, a very injured Celtics team. And um, they wound up losing that game on Friday as well. Rashad kind of, I want to call it like a social experiment, but kind of did a social experiment on Facebook. And it led to the interesting question of why so sensitive Blazer fans? Do you care to explain? So, um, you know, if you, I, I put on Facebook just before the game between uh, the Blazers and Rockets that, hey, man, Capella, Harden, Chris Paul, when they're on the floor together, 38-2 and two at that point. Meaning they don't, they don't really lose games. They play really well together. 38-2 and two is impressive. That's all I said. Didn't say the Blazers are going to lose. Didn't say this is the night the streak ends. Didn't say any of those things. And then people just lost their minds. And they're going to win. You're a hater. You're, hey, man, for saying what's true. Like, I mean, the, the truth is, man, and Jesse mentioned it last week, and I hadn't even paid attention to it. Of the 13 games that the Blazers had won, man, nine of them were played at home. That's a lot of, that's a lot of games at the house. To where you don't have to leave, you don't have to worry about travel. You can play very, very comfortably when you're at home. That's number one. Number two, you played a lot of teams that were weren't at 100. percent The one time you beat the Warriors and they were at 100, it was the first game after the All Star break. Pretty sure everybody was just fired up. Dame was fired up after that All Star game and playing so well and things like that. It looked like things were rolling the right the right way. Never said the Blazers were a bad team. Just said they're compared to Houston, they're not as good. Well, why aren't we willing to just face facts on stuff? Like, so the, the Blazers are better than the Warriors because you beat them? No, you're, you're, you're not a better team than the Warriors. They, you just had your moment against them. That's fine. Can you have a series of moments against them and win four games? That's the question right there. And I think we all kind of know, no. And that's okay to be honest about where your team is. I'm pretty sure no uh, people in Milwaukee, albeit not, that's not a very smart thing to do, are thinking championship right now. And why don't the, the Bucks get more credit for what they're able to do with Antetokounmpo and whatever the case is? Well, so, A, to, to your point about the games, I, I think the fact that the teams they were playing are injured, like, it, sure, it matters, but you, you play who's in front of you, right? And you won 13 straight games against over half of them against playoff teams, right? And good playoff teams. Six of them. Yeah, so about half of them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, you play who's in front of you, right? You can't control the injuries. Blazers have been snake-bitten by injuries for Nobody's forever. Nobody's complaining about that. So no one's complaining about it. Um, but in terms of the, the sensitivity thing, it's not just a Blazer fan thing. And I, I don't want to pigeonhole Blazer fans, although it's what we get the most experience with here because, well, we're in Portland and it's the only major uh, core four sports team. Sorry, Timbers fans. Um, although they can be very sensitive as well. <laughs> Dude, that right there, that just, yeah, that, that ticked Timbers fan off. Probably. Yeah. Um, but... It's, this is an all sports fan thing, and we've kind of gotten to a point, and I've noticed it, and it's kind of it's weird to me, where if anybody is being critical of your team, there is a this is not everybody. There is a large portion of fan bases that will lash out that that person is being too negative, right? Absolutely. And my question yeah. is, when did we get to a point where realism? or constructive criticism, if you will, is perceived as too negative and you only, as a fan, want positive things spoon-fed to you about the team, right? I even fell into this trap, the positivity trap, because, 
man, when the Blazers were winning, it was fun. Absolutely. It was really fun. And in the beginning, you were like, well, look, this is really cool, but there's still a realistic aspect about this. The West is really close. If they lose a couple of games, they could go all the way down to nine. You know, and then they kept winning and they built some separation. There was the two-game lead for the three seed. And at the end of it, before the Rockets, I mean, it kind of was at a critical mass during the Rockets game because it was a great game. And really, the Blazers played, honestly, one of their best games of the whole stretch in the Rockets game. Minus Damon CJ shooting, and they still still lost. It just shows how good the Rockets are. Um, it reached this critical mass of like, holy crap, this team is good, right? All positive thoughts. So I kind of felt felt trapped to it as well. But then you get the the slight realism comes back, right? You lose that game, right? But it's fine. But then you get you blow a big fourth quarter lead against the Celtics, a super injured Celtics team on Friday, which felt very early season Blazers to me. It felt like, oh, that's what we saw multiple times in November and December. So I, I kind of understand where the fan is coming from, but I also don't know where it started where we have to be positive all the time, right? To me, that just doesn't seem good. If you're overly positive, then you're not you're not being honest with yourself well, about if, the flaws of the team, right? Yeah, and if, you're if over- all you want is positive thoughts about the team, then you're not getting an honest conversation. There you go. And if you're, like you said, if you're being overly positive, then we're not looking at any of the things that we should be working on as a franchise. And I think that's the where you kind of keep falling short. It's like, so you know you have the highest scoring backcourt in the league, but you also don't have anybody in that backcourt that can stop anybody else from being a highest scoring backcourt in the league as well. So, you know, you, you, you kind of pick and choose a little bit and just think it's one of those things that, man, we've been so used to the Blazers and, you know, being that, you know, just kind of consistent team, that that little little team that can, little the little engine that could type of team. And now I just think people are, I don't know if they're, they get angry when you say that they're just not that good or whatever the case is. It's just a little more sensitivity than than I'm used to at this point. My thing is, that we're, we all know that they're not going to win this year. Like you, they've taken steps in the right direction. And who knows? Anything can happen. With all the injuries right now, who knows? Anything can no, happen. Rashad. But I think we're all kind of at the same. Anything th- cannot happen. <laughs> I mean, it can. You know. No, you know. You know this. Every, even, every, you, even every Blazer fan knows this. The Blazers are not making the finals. You know this, right? The, the ceiling for this Blazer team, and we even talked about this during the winning streak when everyone was at an all-time high. The ceiling was pushing the Rockets or Warriors in the second round, Right? That was the ceiling, going six or seven against a team like that. And that would have been a super uber successful year, right? And it, even all Blazer fans who were, who were saying that we were being too negative were like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You know, win a first round series and then push the Rockets or the Warriors in the second round, right? So that, that doesn't change. You yeah. know? I, th- I, think, I think people understand that at least, I hope. Yeah. So I got, we got a message here on the text line. So Rashad, if you grew up here, why don't you like the Blazers? Uh, you just like being a front runner. Because you're honest about your team? Like, is, is, is that what it is? So there's no room for, for being honest or open about it. There's no, there's no saying that, hey, this is a better team than they are right now. That's, that's, that's not cool. Is that what that is? I Apparently. That's so, okay. Rashad, you're just not being positive enough, man. You gotta. It's all about the positive energy, man. When they're and, and look, and here's the thing, right? I actually believe that statement a lot of the time in life, right? The more positive you think and view things, not to go super deep on you, like the better your life will be because you don't take things as personally or like all that kind of stuff, right? But we're not talking about you as a person. We're talking about a team that you have no control over. <laughs> oh, it's I'm, I'm it's it floors me that. 
There's no honesty. So it's okay. Well, let's say this. The Blazers are, uh, right now, they are the best team in the Western Conference. There's not another team that's going to be able to beat them. I predict that they sweep all the way to the NBA Finals. And then once they play Toronto or Cleveland, more than likely Toronto, well, you know, I think they walk away with their first championship to 77. Boom. Book it. Book it. Let's go Zers. Going to happen this year. Do we even have to have a show anymore? I don't I mean, I hey, think we're just, good. You just you made the prediction. I think we're good. <laughs> it's uh, it's all over now. We can, just, we can just be done. Oh, God. So, you know, love the team. You know, big Blazer fan, but also I'm, I'm an honest fan as well. You know, I, I, I get when things are going bad. In Patriots land, things are going bad right now. It's not much longer before all yeah. the wheels completely fall off. We I do. I, I guess I just I, I'm very curious as to why this. It's not again. It's not just Blazer fans, and I know that's what our experience is. But it's not just Blazer fans. We've seen it all over the place. We have we've had a couple of textures come in. Some of our P ones, Chris in Portland, uh, Jay Money have said. Blazer fans are defensive because even when they're playing well, they don't get national media coverage. And to that, I go... They play at 10.30? No, 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 no. Stop. To that, I go, they did. During this 13-game winning streak, the Blazers were the most talked about team on national media coverage. There was the whole Chris Haynes hour-long piece with CJ and Dame. They had three national TV games. People were talking about them constantly. I saw Raptors fans bitching because they weren't getting talked about when they're the best team in the East because the Blazers won again. It was like the top story. Blazers win again. Blazers win again. It was constant. They were talking about them on ESPN as I was driving in today. Yeah. Like I mean, they're still talking about them. They're on a two-game losing streak. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is you actually got talked about with national media constantly, and you still didn't think you were getting enough love. That's a little weird. Well, I mean, that's a little weird. Uh, it's it's one. I mean, it's one of those things. Have the Blazers been overlooked in the past, man? For sure. You know that that whole East Coast bias thing is. A, is a, I mean, it's a real thing, and we all know that. So, however, I know we got we're against the clock and we got to go, but it, it's just one of those things, man. Like you got to be consistent. Got to do it all year. And the Blazers haven't done it all year. They've done it for a great thirteen game stretch, and I think that's the difference between them and a, the great teams in the league. All right. We'll break. We got to talk about today's game too because it's a huge game against the Thunder. Plus, we'll read some more of your texts if they come in during the break. Five five three zero five is the text line. Um, but yeah, Blazers Thunders to uh, Thunder tonight in OKC. The start of a road trip for the Blazers, and it is a very important two games over the next couple of days against OKC and New Orleans. The teams chasing the Blazers for the three seed in the West. We'll discuss that next. But first, Jesse, a Sports Center. Now, now, from the Allen Webb Sports Desk, a Sports Center update on 1080 The Fan. First on The Fan, Portland Trail Blazers have lost two straight following the 13-game win streak, and they're going to try to get back in that winner's column this afternoon as they travel to Oklahoma City to face the Thunder. Currently, Portland is third in the West, but not by much as they are ahead of the Thunder by only a game and a half. More important matchup. Uh, down the stretch, probably not very many. Um, then the Thunder, Lillard and company tip off with Westbrook and company at 4 p.m. on Sports Northwest. The Portland Timbers avoid a third straight loss, but did not get the W either as they pull the 1-1 draw with FC Dallas on Saturday. Three matches into the season and the Timbers still searching for their first win. And we'll have to wait until Saturday to try to get that W as they travel to face the Chicago Fire. The WHL playoffs began 
for the Winterhawks last night with a 4-3 overtime loss to Spokane in Game 1 in his Memorial Coliseum. The Hawks will look to bow their backs in Game 2 later on tonight and try to even that series before it heads back up to Spokane. That makes for a 5 o'clock puck drop at Memorial Coliseum. Currently over on ESPN, uh, Oregon State women's basketball team facing off against Louisville in the Elite Eight. Currently a Louisville up 24-14 with 4.47 to go there in the second quarter. Two tickets have already been punched in the Men's Elite Eight with Michigan defeating Florida State 58-54 on Saturday as well as Loyola Chicago defeating Kansas State on Saturday 78-62. That makes for two matchups today um, with um, Texas Tech taking on Villanova first on CBS. That one tips at 11:20, followed by Duke and Kansas also on CBS. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Jesse Osmond from the Allen Webb Sports Desk. The Allen Webb Auto Family Value Driven. Values Driven. The home of primetime with Isaac and Sue. Weekdays 3 to 7, 1080 The Fan. We're here from 1-800-GOT-JUNK to clean out your garage. The radio ads say all we have to do is point. The radio speaks the truth, ma'am. Give it a try. Can you fight your way to that refrigerator back then? It's gone. Now it's my turn, honey. I've really been dreading trying to move that big... I would never have believed it. All you have to do is point. I never knew this place was so big. Wait till you see the backyard. Just call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. On your mark, get set, go Rip City. Runners and walkers, register now for the 20th annual Rip City Race for the Roses. Presented by United Healthcare and benefiting Albertina Kerr. It's April 29th, beginning from the Rose Quarter and includes a half marathon, 10K, 5K, and 1K kids and family run or walk. Every Every racer receives a t-shirt and a finisher medal. Plus, enjoy mimosas and more at the finish line. Registration costs go up on April 1st, so hurry and sign up now at ripcityracefortheroses.org. This is Owen. Hi there, hello. He's an imaginary person who represents many business owners. What? Owen is savvy. I am? I mean, I am. He knows digital marketing is imperative to grow his business. Yes, very important. But he's not sure how it works or who to trust. No, I don't. That's why he should turn to Smart. Reach Digital. Good idea. Smart Reach Digital designs programs that promote your business and generate leads. Need a digital partner you can trust? I need Smart Reach Digital. Learn more at growwithsmartreach.com. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please call this number right now. 1-800-417-7740. That's 1-800-417-7740. By calling the Addiction Rehab Specialist, you're taking the first steps to recovery. Advisors are ready to match you with a proven five-star treatment center that can help. If you or a loved one might have a problem with drugs or alcohol, call us now and talk to one of our addiction rehab specialists about the first steps to recovery. 800-417-7740. Let the addiction rehab specialist help you break your addiction before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and if you have private insurance, there will be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment, call the addiction rehab specialist at 1-800-417-7740. That's 1-800- 417-7740 1-800-417-7740 The Addiction Rehab Specialist is an advertisement for various treatment centers and placement networks. Not all insurance is accepted. Individual results will vary. Visit addictionrehabspecialist.com forward slash terms for more information. Bring in your Toyota Motor Credit lease return to Toyota of Portland and get a $200 Amazon gift card. Whether you bought it there or not. Toyotaofportland.com 
weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 938 here on your Sunday morning. Text lines 55305. Chris in Portland uh, had a rebuttal to the Blazers get attention referencing the Cavs game. How that was for the 12th straight win, but all ESPN talked about was LeBron's posterization of Nurk. Well, it's LeBron James. I mean, <laughs> LeBron's always going to get talked about over literally everything, and you got to admit that dunk was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was pretty dope. Um, but even even surrounding that game, they still talked about the win streak. They still showed Blazer highlights in that game. It wasn't all LeBron highlights. So I understand how it felt to watch those, I'm sure. But come on. If you're Nurkic, why don't you just move? Like, when I see LeBron coming, I'm just, you got it. You saw what happened to Tim Duncan? I think, mm, you got it. I think he had that thought a little too late. Because if you notice in the, in the the clip of it, he kind of like slightly slides as LeBron's in the air. Like he turns his body to the left. Like, this is going to be bad. And he's like, <laughs> if I can get out of this picture, it will just be a dunk, not a poster dunk. And he couldn't get out fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> just move, fam. When you see, man, that dude coming down the, the lane, just, just, just get out of the way. Um, all right. So tonight they play the Thunder and then they play the Pelicans next. Uh, let me bring up their schedule. I think that's on Monday but I have to double-check that just to be sure. Um, these are vital, vital games for the Blazers as after their two-game losing streak, they have now just a one-game lead over the Thunder for the for the uh, three-seed in the Western Conference and a one-and-a-half-game lead over the Spurs and a two-game lead over the Pelicans uh, for the six-seed. So we know it's close. It's been close for a while. It's not, not doesn't do much to remind you of it. It's just, hey, this is a really important game. If you lose then you're tied with the Thunder for the three seed. It'll happen just like that. Um, and then, hold on, I just pulled it up here. They play the Pelicans on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Okay, so they got a couple days off to go. That'll be good. Um, I actually think the Blazers will win this game tonight. I know the two-game losing streak kind of, it feels bad, especially the way that you lost to the Celtics. But the Blazers play the Thunder so well that I kind of feel like I... This is gonna this is gonna start back up again in a positive way. Here's the thing with the Blazers for me is normally this year after a two game losing streak like that, I'd be like, oh god, oh god, where's the mentality gonna be? Are they gonna slide? Is the defense gonna start fading again? Is the offense gonna fade again? But after the win streak, and after some of the stuff that we've seen from Alfred Camino, even in the losses, he had two of his best games of the year against the Rockets and and the. Uh, and the Celtics. Mo Harkless is hitting threes left and right. Um, CJ had a great game against Boston, so the cold shooting night for him on Houston wasn't big. Dame's still a little bit off. I think, honestly, I think some of that has to do with his kids being due to be born, and uh, that might be a little bit in his head. But I honestly feel like they'll win tonight. I think this is a game that'll get them right back on track, get them back to that two-game lead over the Thunder, at least, although it depends on how the other teams do today or tomorrow to, to gauge how big the lead will be in the three-seed. But... I, I actually, I'm feeling pretty confident about tonight's game. I mean, I think people should feel confident about tonight's game. I mean, the last two games, the Blazers have lost by a total of 10 points. And one of them was against, man, who, the best record in the league. So the, the best, best team, team in the league. league right now. So they should feel really confident, especially considering they won the last game. Dame didn't have to go off for 35. CJ did pour in, like, I want to say it was like 20. I think it was like 25 or something. Oh, no, I'll take yeah. a look at the box score back then. But... What you have to worry about is, man, Russell Westbrook can take over a game. The Blazers aren't necessarily great about guarding the perimeter. Um, 
Unless Shabazz is going to play big minutes. Um, well, let, look, let's give some credit to Damon CJ. They've been playing much better defense. Their yes. defense this year has been worlds better. Now, I'm not going to say great, but... They've been playing better. They've been playing better defense. But there's no standing in front of this dude. Like, you, you stand flat foot in front of Westbrook, and he's breezed right past you. And then he's dunking on Nurkic's face, kind of like LeBron did. So you, you, you're going to need somebody that's going to stick to him all night. You know, kind of the way that uh, the Rockets decided to take... Dame and CJ out of the game and make everybody else score. I think the Blazers are going to have to try to do that tonight with, uh, or is it tomorrow? It's tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, tonight against uh, against Westbrook. You know, Westbrook is a dude who, who's quietly still almost averaging a triple double. Yeah, like I mean, that's that's how good he's been this year, and that's with two additional stars. Man, I just don't expect them to. OKC is good, and for a long time I was like, man, nobody wants to play them in the playoffs. I still don't think they they want to, but. I'm, I'm waiting for them to gel all the way. They had like a six, seven game win streak here a little bit ago that, that they end up, you know, losing to, I believe it was Houston or something like that. Too. Mm -hmm. So that kind of broke that, but they did beat the, a really good Toronto team. So I think they've got a lot of confidence. It's just, will those three dudes be able to put it together and keep it together moving forward? I still don't think anybody wants to play them in the playoffs, but if you're asking me if it's between OKC and the Blazers first round, I think I'll take the Blazers first. Round. Yeah, I think I would too. Just again, just with the history in the regular season between these two teams, the Blazers play the Thunder really well. It's just, they just do. And it doesn't, it's not even a matchup that on paper looks like it would be good for the Blazers, right? It doesn't look like this would be a type of team that they could beat regularly, but yet they do. And some of those games aren't even close. Like they just win. They just beat the Thunder. So it's some, some of it has to do with that, but some of it has to do with the mentality of the team. And it is, I really don't think it's going to be flapped by a couple games losing I think that they've got to figure it out the mental place they need to be to keep winning or at least to keep themselves solidly in the in the three or I guess the four seed. We did get a text on the fan text line that said, would the four seed be so bad? No, because you want home field advantage or home court advantage, right? You want home court advantage and it, you really have no idea who you're playing because it's so close from four through eight, three through eight. So three or four seed doesn't really matter because the, the opponent could be this exactly the same depending on how different things <laughs> work out. I just I think it'd be a positive if the Blazers could hold the three seed just for them mentally to be like, hey, we got here, we had a two game lead, and we kept it, and we kept it, and we and we were able to beat good teams to stay in the three seed. I think that'd just be a, a good positive mental thing for them going into the playoffs instead of them falling to the four and taking like a moral victory out of it, you know? Yeah. But it wouldn't be it in in theory. It wouldn't be that bad. I just I, I view this game as it's a, it's kind of a must win because a three game losing streak. And if you lose to the Thunder and all of a sudden you're now tied for the three seed and then you got the Pelicans coming up next and Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind, then I think the, the worry starts to come that the slip could go from three to six. And then you're like, well, back to where you started before the win streak and it was all for naught. You, you, know? you got someone asking who was uh, outside of um, Houston and with the exception of Golden State being decimated, who's better than Portland in either, either conference? They're saying no one. Uh, Toronto's a better team. Than Toronto's the better right now. Uh, Boston is clearly better. Cleveland, Cleveland is still better, regardless of that loss. Net with Kevin Love back, Cleveland's a different team, especially now that Kevin Love has to play a two and not or the the, the second leading scorer, and as opposed to the third spot. I'm out on. They're, Cleveland. they're a different. They're a different. I'm team. out. I'm out on. And they're Cleveland. still in the East, and you still have LeBron. Right. But still they're not. But they're not better than the Blazers. I'm out. I'm out on Cleveland. Um, but yeah, I think Toronto's better. I think Boston is. I mean, they've won both the games and they've been injury decimated. I think Boston's better. And I think, obviously... Boston's got a hell of a coach, too. Golden State and Houston are better. Um, but 
that's not a bad thing. Like that still means that right now you're the fifth best team yeah, in the that's, NBA. That's, that's not right. That's not that's a negative. Not Again, um, it's just it's the realistic way to look at it, uh, at least in, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so I, it's it's an absolutely vital game tonight, and it's on the road. Blazers have been playing a lot of home games lately. They've been playing really well at home. Obviously, I I really want to see them come out and just try to step on OKC's throat early and make it a tough game for them. Just take a lead. And I know basketball's a game of runs, and OKC will come back a couple of times, I'm sure, make it close. But don't let them control the game. I want to see the Blazers say, this is our game to win. We're going to control it. We're going to win it. And then I'll get full confidence back that the three seed is safe, quote-unquote, and that they'll be able to, to win a first-round series as well. Can't start losing now. Can't, can't get cold now with, with, what, nine games to go in the season. So got to keep it going. All right, coming up next, we'll switch to the college side of things. We've got one half of the Final Four set. The other two Elite Eight games are today. We'll discuss next Sports Sunday on The Fan. You buy a vehicle that is built to protect you and your family if you're ever in an accident. Restoring your vehicle to pre-loss condition and the safety standards set up by the manufacturer is the number one duty of a body shop. Leif's has set that bar for proper repairs for over 27 years. We are the only body shop around that holds the insurance companies accountable to cover your claim 100%. Remember, you have the right to choose who repairs your vehicle. Choose Leif's, the finest in collision repair. Hi. Yes, hello, I'm Greg, and that was my souffle. I was baking for my French dessert club, and I need a kitchen with real counter space. That's why I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage. Oh, hold on. Ugh, failed to rise again, just like my hopes for this apartment. Anyway, the loan portal makes the mortgage process simpler and more convenient, so I can find the home that fits my life. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Fan 411. It's time for the world's best 19 and under basketball players to take the floor in a game featuring the USA Junior National Team against the world. See today's top prospects and tomorrow's NBA stars live from Moda Center. The 2018 Nike Hoop Summit tips off Friday, April 13th at 7 p.m. Tickets are available now at NikeHoopSummit.com or head to TennityTheFan.com now for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the game. And Portland's favorite meal now has its very own event. It's time for Mary's and Mimosas, a brunch affair. Join us at OMSI Friday, May 18th for this one-of-a-kind tasting event featuring some of your favorite brunch spots in Portland. And don't forget the drinks. Our favorite distillers will be there pouring the best Bloody Marys and mimosas, too. Explore OMSI in a kids-free environment at this OMSI After Dark event. Tickets will go on sale Friday, March 23rd at marysandmimosas.com. That's the Fan 411. So what sounds better than climbing up a high-roof ladder to clean your gutters? Yeah just about anything, which is why you need a guaranteed clog-free LeafGuard gutter system from Belden, Portland. Right now, purchase a LeafGuard system and get 20% off the entire job and no interest. No payments for 12 months on approved credit. Some restrictions apply. Go to guttersoregon.com. guttersoregon.com for a free consultation. guttersoregon.com. CCB number 116960. I'm Leif, owner of Leif's Auto Centers. Insurance, be it medical, auto, or home, is a necessary 
part of our lives. So why are medical denial bills so hard to understand? Why do our insurance premiums go up or were dropped without valid, clear explanations? With new laws, we could change this, but we need your help. Visit Lifes.com, review the right to transparency draft legislation, and join thousands of Oregonians who want medical, home, and auto insurers to become transparent and responsible. It's time. Sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Let's talk about it on the air. Don't 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 blow it all now. Well, I'm just saying, man. Like sometimes the best conversations happen when we're off air. A lot of times. Well, those are usually not safe for air conversations. This was a yeah, literally the, what the we were cursing, about to talk about. The cursing starts the minute we press that off button. <laughs> it was this was literally what we were about to talk about in the segment. And you're like starting to talk about it. I'm like, hey. Save well, your just, hot takes. I'm just saying. Man. Save them. It's not a hot take. It's just a, you know. I mean, a, it's kind of a hot take. It's just a regular, it's just a regular old take. Okay, but it's a take. It's an opinion. There You're opining go. on a subject. There we go. Um, so the first two Elite Eight games yesterday done. We now have the first half of the Final Four. You've got three seed Michigan, who many thought would make it, and 11 seed Loyola Chicago, who almost nobody thought would make it. Um the other games today to determine the final two Final Four teams, top seed Villanova, three seed Texas Tech, and top seed Kansas and two seed Duke. <laughs> Syracuse almost won. Sorry. They almost got it. They almost, they almost disapp- kept going. How disappointed were you? Um, I'd say in the moment I was really disappointed, but very quickly I went, what a good run, right? Last team in the tournament, shouldn't have made the tournament. I, I understand that 100%. They made it because FBI teams were not in the tournament this year. And uh, they won three games that they probably should have only won one of against Arizona State. And they beat TCU and a coach that had beaten them four straight times. And then they beat Michigan State, who was a 52% shooting team from the field during the season. And they held them to 25% shooting. And then they they pushed Duke. If, if Syracuse hits a free throw, one of their free throws at the end of the game, it's a one-point game with like 20 seconds to go. Like they were in that game. And they didn't. And that's, you know, it, that happens, right? But it does. It's, it was frustrating because they played so well. But, you know, look, it happens. Um, so, yeah, Kansas Duke today and Villanova Texas Tech today. I think you'll see Villanova for sure win. I think they're the best team in the tournament. Uh, Duke's the most talented team, but they still got some young guys. I think Villanova's more of a team than Duke is. And then KU Duke is kind of in the air for me. I, I, I could see either team winning that. But either way, that side of the bracket in the Final Four is going to be awesome. But the question Rashad asked is what I wanted to get to is 11 seed Loyola Chicago makes the final four, right? They have had, I mean, what's got to be one of the easiest brackets to get through, although they did beat a couple of top seeds, so I'm not going to take it away from them. But the entire South bracket was demolished early, right? Mm-hmm. Top seed Virginia loses first round to 16 seed UMBC, first time that ever happens. Two seed Cincinnati blows a 22-point lead in the second round. Loses to seven seed Nevada. Three seed Tennessee loses to Loyola Chicago on a basically a buzzer beater in the second round. Four seed Arizona loses in the first round to 13 seed Buffalo. Five seed Kentucky loses to nine seed Kansas State in a game that literally no one thought they would lose. So the bracket was wide open. Now give credit to Loyola Chicago, of course, because they beat a, a three and a six seed on game winning shots. They look good, man. Mm-hmm. They don't really look like a team that doesn't belong to be in the final four. They, they look good. They're a solid, solid team. But the question is, and Rashad asked it, but it was what I was going to ask. 
we love watching the Cinderella teams, right? We love watching the March Madness teams as the tournament progresses. But when you get to the end, when you get to the Final Four, do you really want to see 11 seed Loyola Chicago playing Michigan? Or do you want to see Kentucky playing Michigan next weekend? I, I what mean, do you want? You're asking me, basketball fan? Like, if you told me, hey, Loyola uh, Chicago Ramblers are playing against, you know, Michigan, I'd be like, uh, the, the Loyola who's? Like, uh, I'm cool. Like, but if you told me, yeah, it's going to be Michigan versus Kansas in the Final Four, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's going to be cool. You know, you got two teams with a lot of uh, tradition behind them. Not saying that Loyola, you know, doesn't deserve to be there or doesn't deserve to, you know, they've had an amazing run. Sister Jean. And, they, and they've, and hey, and how can, and mind you, I haven't watched a lot of the, the tournament, but how can you not love Sister Jean? Like, for real? Team chaplain, like 96 years old. Like, how can you not love her? Always she's smiling. super tight. Yeah, she's super tight. So, and I think the team is kind of rallying around her. So it's an awesome story. But once you get down to the final four, I think you want to see the best basketball. And uh, it, it's just tough to say because they've won. So it's not to say that they're not the best basketball, but it's just a little harder to, as a casual fan, which is what I am for college basketball. Like, uh, I'm not really super psyched to see that game. But, you know, you show me a, a game between two powerhouses, then yeah, I'll definitely. This is like watching USC, you know, the, the football USC versus, I don't know, like fill in the blank Appalachian, Appalachian State or something I, I like suppose. that. I suppose. But um, I'd much rather watch US, uh, USC Alabama. That sounds fun. I guess it's a difference for if you're a fan of the tournament or if you like to watch the championship because you're not a huge fan of college basketball, right? Because if you're a fan of the tournament, you've been watching from the beginning. You've seen the Loyola Chicago run. You've seen them have two buzzer beaters or close to buzzer beaters. Um, and you definitely didn't want nine seed Kansas State in the Final Four. God, they're a bad team. And they just got lucky that they played UMBC and a Kentucky team that was not ready for them because they thought they were going to win instantly. Um, I think you're happy that Loyola Chicago made it. And it reminds me, and you brought this up in the break, but it reminds me of when Butler made the championship game against Duke and almost won. Gordon Hayward had the half-court shot that literally rimmed out, and they almost won the game. That was a great final. And Butler was, was awesome a game. Cinderella team that deserved to be there, and I was excited to watch against Duke. I think back to one of the, the first times I remember watching the tournament, or at least this is the first time I remember a huge... Cinderella in the final four was George Mason. I want to say it was like 2005 or six or something like that. And I'm pretty sure they, they lost in the final four matchup and it was probably pretty ugly, but I wanted to see George Mason because they had done it so well up to that point that they made, they deserved to be there. So for me, I want to watch Loyola Chicago against Michigan. And I know Michigan hasn't lost for like a month. I think Loyola could beat Michigan. And then all of a sudden, you got Loyola in the championship game, and that's absolutely bonkers because guess what the story of the tournament has been? Loyola-Chicago. And it was from – it's not just because they're in the Final Four now. From the first game they played, they became the story of the tournament. So for those of us, again, who watched the whole tournament, we've been following the story, and all of a sudden we're here, and it's like, yeah, let's go Loyola-Chicago. Well, Everyone, well, Everyone's a Rambler well, fan right number now. Number one, they beat Nevada. So from every UNLV fan, we appreciate that. You know, so uh, that's number one for Loyola Chicago. And then you go in there and you beat up on uh, a pretty okay Kansas State team. So we'll see. You know, I'm, I would like I said, I'm I'm a traditionalist, I guess, and so I would love to see, you know, one of the one of the 
bigger schools kind of kind of go and you know, but they've had their opportunities too. Michigan's had their opportunity. Uh, Villanova clearly. Kansas and Duke, we don't have to really talk about how many opportunities they had. So it might be kind of cool to see, you know, the little guy going there win. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about about a week ago is that, man, there are great kids that play basketball all over the country now. They're not just going to Duke and North Carolina anymore. Like they're finding or be it grades or um, they don't want to go far from home or they're just like Damian Lillard and and Steph Curry, and they just flew under the radar because they were just too small or they were 6'3 and didn't have enough muscle on them at that point. And they end up going to Davidson and end up going to Lehigh and end up going to Weber State. And then you find out, man, these dudes can really play. They can really, really hoop. So it's not super, super surprising anymore that these kids from uh, Loyola and Xavier and even Villanova now. Well, are Xavier just, is the top seed. So exactly. You know, but Xavier, like who three years ago, were we talking about Xavier as, as a powerhouse? As a possible one seed, mm. I wasn't. No, they were in like the three four range though. So and and, and it kind of goes back to show that you know they're they're all over the country now. They're just not in these you know few places anymore. We had this text come in. What playoff is better, March Madness or college football playoff? College March Madness by Man, listen, far. It's March Madness and college football all year. One loss and you can be done. You can be done. You can so? be out of you can be out of contention to play in the chance to play in the final four. What does that one have to loss? Do with the question though? That's, I mean, it's March Madness all year in college football. March Madness is fun for three days. No, March Madness is fun for three weeks. Three days. The first, the first Thursday through through Saturday, that's awesome. That's the awesome time. I'll be honest, I'm tired of this thing popping up on my phone every single time there's a score update, upset alert. Well, you could turn that up. I could, but then I'll miss the scores. <laughs> I don't want to do that either. So. I don't know. To me, I, look, I like the college football playoff too, but it just... You're going to get the best teams there. It doesn't have the same. Well, you have the best teams all of the tournament as well. Um, come on. <laughs> to, me, there's, to me, there's nothing like March Madness. And sure, maybe it's biases me. I freaking am obsessed with the tournament. I love college basketball. I really do. It's been really hard to watch the last few years. And don't get me wrong. I've, it's, I've also struggled to watch it because the, qu- the quality has been bad. But I love college basketball. I went to a basketball school. So I think that's probably why. There you go. But... Yeah. It to me, it's like, yeah. I mean, you didn't really go to a sports school. <laughs> yeah, Western Technically, Oregon. you did go to a basketball Western school. Western Oregon. I mean, well, yeah. If I had went there in 1992, then yes, with <laughs> then then absolutely. But for the most part, nah. So, I, I totally get that part. Though. All right, we gotta go. Hey, Lauren Shahani, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, coming up next hour, hate it or love it's at 10:30. We've also got uh, a little MLB preview for you. That'll be kind of my segment, but. Rashad and Jesse can jump in if they've got any hot takes about baseball. Um, and then uh, coming up next, I do want to talk about what on earth's going on with Le'Veon Bell with Pittsburgh. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. This is George McCoy with Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. After an accident, you need to be compensated properly by the insurance companies. Let our experience help lead the way. Visit warrenallen.com. My number one job? is always you. It's time for the world's best 19 and under basketball players to take the floor in a game-pitting Team USA against the world. Live from Moda Center, the 2018 Nike Hoop Summit tips off Friday, April 13th at 7 p.m. See tomorrow's stars today, including future... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 